Hey folks, hey millionaires. Hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin with another millionaire midnight rant here. I know I'm early. It's 11 p.m. on a Friday night here and it's the weekend. And let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm working. Comment below the word work if that's what you're doing right now in this moment here. And let me share something with you here. <clears throat> um, until you realize and to make a decision that weekends are no longer weekends for fun, for drinking, for doing all type of debauchery and foolish things towards your first million, you're going to be lost in the sauce. You'll never get it. You're going to be in the cycle of averageness and poverty for the rest of your life here. But for everybody that have chose to work, have chosen to educate themselves, to work where everybody is playing, you're in the right place at the right time here. And tonight I want to talk about the power of patience towards the first million. And I'm going to share a very personal story, okay? And I'm, maybe I've shared the story before, I'm not sure here. But, you know, uh, how many of you have already made your first million? Comment below, please. And how many of you are working towards the first million here? And I want to explain how important patience plays in this role, okay, to do that. It's very important, extremely important. So if you're brand new to the Millionaire Mind, uh, Millionaire Midnight Rant here, my name is Wesley, billion-dollar version. I'm a self-made millionaire from Houston, Texas here, and I use this platform here to educate the masses. I'm not here to inspire you. I'm not here to make you laugh. I'm not here to motivate you at all. I'm here to show you and give you an example, okay, of the philosophy of what it takes to be rich, independently wealthy, and free, okay? That's what it's all about here, to be free. Free from a job, free from debt, free from doing what you don't want to do here. And also, this is a rant, which means this, I'm very unfiltered. I'm extremely transparent here. I'm not trying to cater to you, okay? Which means I may hurt your feelings. And if I do, so what? Take it or just fucking leave. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, on the internet, it's just so many different videos and so many different people and gurus and that are sharing their philosophy. But I believe that people just need direct talk. They just need to hear what it is. And sometimes it can be ugly. It can hurt, it can go against your current beliefs, but it is what it is based off my philosophy of the rich and how I have stayed rich. Cause let me share something with you. I'm not just rich, I've stayed rich for about what, eight, nine years now? <laughs> and I've made more money than ever before. My net worth is forty million dollars this year. We do we will do a hundred million dollars in sales this year. Uh with what I'm currently doing here and like I said, I don't say that to brag or boast. I said it to let you know that it's very possible for any man or woman to do that. But there is a sacrifice and there are choices that you must choose to take. And that there are decisions that you must decide to uh, embark on as well. So let me give you guys a shout out here and go ahead and tag a few people below. You can share this. I always read the comments on the, on the podcast. So comment below, say hello. Say, hey, Wes, what's going on? Wes, I love you. Wesley, I hate you. Whatever, right? But let me know that you're here. 
Um, <clears throat> and make sure you take, take notes. And listen, if you're going to be here, take notes. You know, many of you have not even made a million dollars yet. How many have made a million? Anybody? Many of you haven't even made $100,000 yet. When I say made, I don't mean just made in loss. I mean, actually in the bank account or in some investment account right now, right? So um, I'm going to talk about the power of patience here <laughs> uh, towards your first million here. So go ahead and comment your names here below. High energy, high income. Remember those words because you need to have high energy, all right? You know, none of this low energy shit, okay? If you have low energy, go back to your low-paying job, okay? <laughs> if you have low energy, go to sleep because usually poor and average people need a lot of sleep, right? But high energy, high net worth individuals, they don't require that much sleep. They're super people, okay? And if you're not a superhuman, then you need 8, 12 hours of sleep. So I suggest you go ahead and do that now, okay? So... Hey, Aaron, how are you? Hey, Canelli. Dequavius, how are you, sir? Uh, Million Nine, how are you? Mr. Blatcher, how are you, sir? Look at that view. Smash the like button if you love it. Um, Kim C. Legacy. Joshua Wynn, how are you? You know, I'm so excited to see so many people on the weekend actually working. You know, just repudiating uselessness you know going out i get it listen it's you know it's a distraction the weekend is probably one of the largest distraction as relates to achieving your goals because everybody is out there man everybody is having a good time everybody's preparing for a good time but there are certain individuals that have decided that the fun can happen later there are a certain amount of people who have decided that delayed gratification is just the name of the game and it's okay. We don't need it now. It doesn't mean we don't want it. You think I don't want to go out there and find me a beautiful woman to take back home tonight? Of course I do. You think I don't want to go out there and hang with friends and sing and rap <laughs> and sing songs in the club and dance a little bit? Not really, honestly. Uh, but um, I choose to be here alone by myself, developing myself, working in my companies, restructuring my companies, meditating reading and educating myself about the future that's about to take place in my life here. If you're new here, welcome aboard. Glad you can join us here. <laughs> David Goggins, uh, Alaris, how are you, sir? All right, so let's go ahead and get started here. So listen, the power of patience before I made my first million here, and I'm going to kind of tell you the story. And many of you have already heard the story. Some of you have not. But I want to talk about how important patience is. Many of you, like all of you, you're very impatient. And let me tell you what impatience does to a person that wants to be rich or wealthy, wants to make a ton of money, and wants to have this happy life or this surreal life. People that are impatient are ungrateful. Write that down. People that are impatient, you know, the people that get frustrated or irritated because what they're working on is not working, the people that invest money into a program or a course, but they're not seeing any results, people that are impatient are ungrateful. And the reason why they're ungrateful 
is because they're not paying attention to the details. Let me explain what I mean by the details. Listen, even what's happening right now in this moment, you're listening to my voice. You have an opportunity to speak with me. You have the opportunity to comment below and I will answer your questions here. This is a step in the right direction towards your wealth and your success, which means is you got to be grateful for that. But many of you don't think like that, right? You think, well, yeah, Wesley's online. Let me listen to him. But you're not grateful for that experience. You're just thinking about, well, how do I make $10,000 a month, Wes? How do I make $10,000 in 24 hours? But you're not grateful for even having the opportunity for me to share my experiences with you that before never existed. Does that make sense? People that are impatient as well, they're imagining, stay with me here. Let me tell you what about the impatient people. That's not you, right? But let me tell you about them. Impatient people, they continue to imagine things not working. They imagine what they're not getting. Always. Well, I've been doing this for a very long time. I've been doing Forex for two years, Wes. I'm not making any money. So you're, what you don't realize is you're imagining it not working. You're making a decision because you've been doing something for two years, one year, two months, three months. Like it's a time frame that you should achieve wealth. Okay? And what you're doing, almost all of you, you're making a decision that this time frame is too long for you to make your first million. Now, listen, let me break down a million dollars and let me help you understand how difficult or how abnormal it is. 1% of people, listen, please, you got to understand this. We have over 8 billion people on the planet right now. 1% earn $450,000. 1%. Okay? Less than 1% actually have a net worth of a million dollars if you're talking about the world. Let me give you another statistic here. The average millionaire, the average, the age is 57 years old. Okay? The average millionaire is 57 years old. Listen, it's great to watch other videos of other people. They're in their 20s and in their 30s. And, you know, you see these young people driving Ferraris and, and you know, Bentleys. And they got these planes. And let, let me tell you something here. You can't fall in the narrative of what you see online. The reason is because you don't know if it's true or not. And many of these videos and these gurus and these people that have all this stuff, or you think they do, they're painting and they're creating a false narrative for you. So in your mind, you think that, well, you know, if I do something for three months, I can change everything. If I do this for six months, uh, everything can change in my life. Okay? Patience, listen. If you want to learn to be more patient with what you're currently doing, understand patience equals gratitude. Write that down, please. That's it.
Patience equals gratitude. See, when I began to be patient in my 20s, in my later 20s, like in my early 20s, as you, some of you know the story. At 21, I made a decision I needed to be rich because I got fired from a job. I got terminated. And I've been there for about two years and they just terminated me, right? Anybody else can relate when you just get terminated and you really busted your ass, right? You worked hard and they let you go. So at the age of 21, I needed to do something else. And I began to search for different opportunities, search for different network marketing businesses, things that I can get involved with to create wealth. Because I realized that job security was no longer relevant. Okay? But let me tell you something here. In my early 20s, I was very impatient. And let me tell you why. Because I would try something and I would quit something. I would try something for a week, and I would say, man, this is not working. I remember joining this network marketing organization. I'm not going to tell you the name of it. And I remember getting involved, and I remember the you know, person that teaches you how to do it. Um, he said, just go out there and recruit your family and recruit this person and get a list of people and call them and bring them to the meeting. And how he explained it, it just sounded easy, right? I said, for sure my family won't want to get in, right? I mean, they love me, <laughs> you know? Sure, anybody that I would share this opportunity with would jump in. So I was excited. But the reality was no one was excited about what I was talking about. Parents, they wasn't excited about getting in this business. Friends, family, aunties, okay, at all. So what I did, I was just upset. So I quit. Okay. Why? Because I wasn't grateful. See, if I can go back in my 20s here, every failure or every obstacle that I went through in business, I should have been grateful that I had the opportunity just to make some money. I should have been grateful that I had the opportunity to go to those meetings and learn from a person that was making millions of dollars. I should have been grateful that I at least went outside of my comfort zone and started to talk to people about the opportunity because I wasn't doing that before. Before I was just working a job. Before I was going to climb the corporate ladder. Before I was going to retire at 65, 70 years old, right? So I didn't realize that I was taking steps in the direction of my success. See, what I want you to understand, listen up, please. Everything that you're doing towards the achievement of your goal, everything, these are steps that you have to be excited for. You got to be grateful when you get a new book and you start to read and you start to apply it. You have to be grateful when you go out there and you build a company, you're trying to make sales, but you don't make sales, but you're grateful that at least you tried to make sales. Okay. You got to be grateful when you decide to repudiate and to reject old friends. You got to be grateful when you're able to get yourself up in the morning with enthusiasm and go to the gym. Why? Because you didn't do that before. Many of you don't realize a lot of things that you did five years ago, you don't do anymore. Some of you are not smoking anymore. Some of you don't drink as much anymore. Some of you men, you stop chasing women, right? Some of you men are more focused than ever before. Some of you women stop having all this casual sex, stop having all these freaking babies, right? Some of you women are getting smarter, okay? 
Some of you women are becoming bosses. What you have to understand is to be patient is to be grateful about every step. It doesn't matter how small or how short it is. You have to be grateful for it. Okay. And see, towards the end of my 20s, I realized that. I had to be not, and that, watch this, hold on, stay with me here. See, many of you, it's very simple, listen please, it's very simple to be grateful for all the successes and the pleasures in life. It's grateful when you make money in business, it's grateful when everybody's treating you right, it's grateful when everybody likes you, it's grateful when you approach people and they respond to you and they reciprocate to you. It's, you're grateful, right? You're excited about that. Oh, I'm so grateful to God because my life is great. I'm so grateful I just got this new job. I got this new car. I got this new apartment. Great. But listen, you also got to be grateful for the failures. Listen, you got to be grateful for the painful moments. You have to be grateful for the disappointments. See, this is the disparity between the rich and the poor, okay, or average. Because, see, poor and average people, they're only grateful when things go well in their life. Thank you, God, for blessing me. Thank you, God, for another opportunity. Thank you for the raise. Thank you for the car. Thank you, Lord, I just graduated. I'm, I got a master's degree. Listen, you have to be grateful for the failures. So, you know what? I'm so grateful that all these failing moments is moving me towards my successes. I'm grateful because right now I'm in pain. I'm hurting my heart. I was in a relationship. I was dealing with this person. I'm hurting. But I'm grateful that I went through that relationship with that person because now I'm more formidable. I'm more resilient. You know, I'm grateful. I'm going to the gym every day, but I'm not seeing any results. But I'm grateful that I'm going to the gym every day. Oof. You know, I know the result. Listen, I'm grateful that I'm going. See, many of you are like, oh, I'm not getting results. I'm not losing weight. I'm not gaining muscle. But I realized that I had to be grateful that I was going to the gym every day because Many people don't do that. They're not, not going to the gym every day. Okay? I had to be grateful that even though me personally, when I was 28 years old, now I'm starting these companies online, and I'm not making any sales. I'm changing the copy. I'm changing the website. I'm not making any sales. And I realized that I'm grateful that I continue to show up even though the results and the outcome that I want is not presenting itself. Listen here. I'm going to say it again. You got to be grateful for the failures. You must be. This is going to allow you to be a, a more patient individual. See, people get, listen, people get pissed off about failures. They get annoyed. They get tired and exhausted and they just feel down and they feel despondent and depressed, like, oh, God, I'm so tired. This is so hard. Why is this is not working, right? That's you. You get annoyed at the failures. 
If you're annoyed and you're pissed off, you're upset about the failing moments that take place in your life in any area of uh, any area of your life, including being financially independent, you're never going to be financially independent. Because even the failures are a blessing, not just a million dollars. I had to I didn't learn that until I turned 29. I didn't know that my failures was a blessing. I didn't know that if I would invest money and lose money, that was a blessing. I didn't know if I would work and work and work and work and give it my all only to not to be able to do it at all was a blessing for me. I could tell you a quick story. I remember going to Canada and I remember meeting, I, I'm sorry, I went to Las Vegas and I met this guy, I told a story before, and this is before I was making money. But I was flying around, you know, the U.S. and going to different meetings and seminars. And I met this bald-headed guy from Canada, Montreal. He was making a lot of money, millions of dollars. Okay, I was talking with him. I was telling him about my company, 7-Day Fitness. And I was enthusiastic about it, but I was making no money. But you couldn't tell it. And I remember sharing with him my story. And, man, I said, man, this is it. You're going to have millions of people working out for seven days, seven minutes a day. And that man, he felt my passion. He felt my conviction and decided to do business with me. And I was excited because it's been seven years of trying so many different things, investing my money, going here, going there to become a rich man. And this young man decided to take a chance on me. So I was excited. So for eight months, listen. Eight months, I'm broke. I'm running boot camps at the time. I'm making just enough money to pay rent and to pay the car note, okay? Not even have enough money for food. Like I was eating, I'm going to be honest with you, I was eating chicken breast, canned beans, and spinach for a very long time. I would take the chicken breast and, and I would put it on the George Foreman grill. And I was eating that for a very long time because I couldn't afford anything else. I wasn't going to restaurants, I wasn't going to clubs, I wasn't going out because I didn't have any money and I was focused. And I remember working my ass off. I've probably never worked this hard in my life till now, like ever, for eight months, working with him, the millionaire, to make 7-Day Fitness a hit because we had to restructure everything about the company, the marketing, the product delivery itself, everything. It was a lot of work. It was a ton of education. And I did it. And I remember it was eight months into it. And they were having a seminar at in Canada, in Toronto. It was this company by the name of ClickBank. And I remember going. And I knew that my guy, he'll be there as well. And I was so excited that I bought me a first class flight on a credit card. This is a true story, by the way. Because let me session with you. If you want to be a millionaire, you have to act as if you won. And I just started to act as if I was one because I thought everything was a sure thing. I bought the flight, bought me a nice hotel, penthouse. And I remember going to the function. Okay. I remember showing up and seeing all the people that were making money. I'm not making any, but I knew I was because I had my guy. 
that I partnered with. It was going to change my life. And I remember seeing him come in. He had two girls on the side. You know, my guy from Canada was a womanizer. He had the ladies, i tell you that. He came in. He was a handsome man. And I was like, I'm going to call him Billy Bob. Billy Bob, what's up, boy? How are you? You ready? What's going on, Wes? How are you? Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. And I said, man, let me thank you. You know, I've been kicking and busting my ass for six, seven years working to get this company off the ground, man. You took a chance on me. And I want to just show my appreciation, man. Thank you so much. I told him that. <laughs> and I remember he said, hey, Wes, come here. Follow me. Can I talk to you for a second? And I said, sure, Billy Bob. And we went inside the foyer of the hotel because the Fox was at a, a beautiful hotel in Toronto. I think it was the Four Seasons. And I'm thinking that, you know, of course he's going to share some good news with me and say, man, we're getting ready to lunch. We're going to make millions of dollars. Billy Bob said, Wes, I know we worked hard on this project and we did put in a lot of work, but we're not going to be able to do it. We just discovered that we're not going to be able to move forward with your project. And let me tell you something. At that moment, I paused. See, at that moment, many of you would have acted a fool. You would have been pissed, crying, cursing Billy Bob out. You know, saying, oh, my, you would just start talking about your problem. Oh, I spent all this time. I spent all this money. Ah, nah, 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 nah. Nah, that's you. You begin to bitch and complain about all the things that you have done, the things that you're supposed to do. Because you're an entrepreneur. That's what entrepreneurs do. They take risks. Which means nothing is guaranteed. But let me tell you what I did. I remember something. Something I'm going to share with you. Patience is gratitude. I remember that. I said, Wesley, inside of my head, be patient and be grateful for the experience. So what I said, I said, hey, don't worry about it, Billy Bob. Thank you so much for the experience, bro. Appreciate that. We'll get the next one. He said, yeah, I know, Wes. Man, maybe we get the next one, man. You know, I really wanted to move this, but, you know, I talked to the higher-ups, blah, 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 whatever. But I said, I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful to experience because I learned a lot from them. Like those eight months, I learned a lot. I learned more in the internet marketing than I've ever learned ever before. Okay, working with him. Does that make sense? You see how you have to be grateful for the things that are very Trivial, in your opinion, you think they're small, unimportant. I had an experience to work with a man that was making millions of dollars. I learned so much from the man, even though it didn't reap millions of dollars. But let me keep moving here. I went back to the function. I put a smile on my face. And I started to meet more people. And long story short, I met another guy. I met a guy that was selling e-books on how to potty train children. He was making 300000 a month selling e-books, potty training children, right? And let me tell you something. I learned a lot from that, that young man as well. And he, he decided to partner, partner with me as well, okay? And to keep the story short, is another six months went by. 
He said, Wesley, I like your enthusiasm. I like your passion. I like that. I like your energy. One thing I want you to understand about rich and successful people, they like people, not just because you're rich. We like people who have high energy. Love those people. We gravitate to people who are predominantly positive individuals. See, a lot of you think that rich people won't talk to you or wealthy people won't talk to you because you're not rich now. Or because you drive a fucked up car or you live in a fucked up place. We can care less. What allows us to gravitate to people like you is your attitude. How you carry yourself. What comes out of your mouth when you speak. That's it. Right? Because when you talk, you tell everything about yourself. And I partnered with this young man six months again. Working my ass off. Working hard. Okay? Really, I am. And the project didn't work. Failed again. And let me tell you what I did. I said, I'm grateful. See, my patience was in gratitude. See, I taught myself and I conditioned myself just to be grateful for every experience that was taking place in my life towards my first million. The power of patience. Patience means to be calm, to be content of where you are. Yes, you want more, but you have to be content. That where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be of what you have done in your past. Whatever you've done in the past have moved you forward to where you are right now in life. And you just have to appreciate that. I understand you want to be on the 30th floor, but you're on the 10th floor right now. So you have to be grateful that you're on the 10th floor and not the first floor. And I was grateful to with the experience with the second guy. I learned a ton from him, a lot more from him than I learned from the last guy. I learned about the in and outs of marketing, the psychology of marketing. I learned how to break rules. I learned a lot. And then after that, you know how this ends. Six months later. I made a million dollars in 30 days. Creating my own product, publishing my own product, writing my own product, doing the marketing for my own product, and I made $1 million cash in my bank account. Okay? $1 million. Let that soak in. All because I was very patient. All because I was grateful for every step in the experience of the acquisition to my first million. And let me be honest with you folks, and I'm going to take questions here. The first million is going to be the toughest. It is. It's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. I think the only thing else that's Harder than making a million dollars has been in a functional relationship <laughs> with a woman or a man. Like two people have been in an actual happy functional relationship for like 20 years. That's like making a million dollars. Yeah. You know, what people are honest, people are loyal, people just share how they feel. But thinking about how that's going to affect other people, like honestly, it's, it's, it's probably the hardest thing you do, that you're ever going to do in life is make the first million. 
second million, third million, ten million. I mean, that gets easier. I think everything up to like ten million, twenty million is pretty easy. A hundred million, that's gonna be another fee, but we're not gonna even talk about a hundred million dollars because you can't even imagine this, okay? But the first million is going to be the toughest thing you've ever done in your life. You hear me? Okay. It's going to be the most difficult thing you've ever done in life. I know people who make twenty thousand a month, thirty thousand a month, forty thousand a month, but they just can't break a million. And like I said, I'm not talking about the people that just make a million gross. I'm talking about having a million, having a million dollars in cash somewhere. Or having a million dollars in net worth, in equity. Right? It's not a lot of people that does. That's just it's just almost unheard of. <laughs> it's gonna be very difficult for you. But I want you to understand is that is very possible. It's possible to do it. But you have to utilize the power of patience. You have to learn how to take a deep breath. And take another step every day towards what you want. We have 365 days every single year. And every day is like a step that you're taking towards something that is very uncommon and very abnormal here on this planet. Millions of people, millionaires, it's a lot of them, but it's still it's still uncommon. It's uncommon. But you have 365 days like this year to take steps, whether it's reading a book, saying affirmations, meditating. Choosing a niche, choosing a business, working on it, getting close to a CEO, learning from the CEO, going to events, going to seminars, rejecting family, rejecting friends, putting yourself in this mindset of solitude by yourself, refining yourself, becoming this outstanding individual, this individual that is intellectual, this individual that has cognitive high Cognitive ability to understand and to solve very difficult problems. The individual that can be very calm in chaos, can be able to think outside the box, can break the rules, not the law. Does that make sense? A person that's okay by themselves, with themselves, not being needy, not requiring compliments or not requiring validation from others, but learning how to exist within him or herself, okay? And what I want you to know is every one of you, every single one of you, you have the God-given ability to do that, can. But it's no easy feat. How many of you are teenagers on here? How many teenagers do I have? Just curious. If you're a teenager, come at your age below. If you're a teenager, I want to give you some advice. Teenagers. Okay. Hey, Steph. How many teenagers? How many of you are in your 20s right now? I want to talk to you. Just let me know if you're in your 20s. I was talking to a young lady today and, you know, she's 23 and she said, Wes, what was your mindset when you were 23? You know, what were you thinking about 
And this is the advice I gave her. I said, because many people in their 20s, they're very confused. I'm going to be honest. When I say they're confused, is men and women in their 20s, they just don't know what they should be doing. They don't know if it's the right thing. Should I be doing this company? Should I be doing Forex? Should we do internet marketing? Should I start a store, right? What I want you to understand, because I want to give you some clarity here tonight. From 20 to 30, I want you to begin to try different things. It's not important for you to really be stuck on one thing. From 20 to 29, it's the time to try things. When I say try, I mean you have to find something that excites you, that resonates with you. Something that you're willing to get involved with and you're willing to stay the course. And sometimes you have to try 50 things to 100 things. You have to. I told a young lady I was pretty lucky because at, at 22, I was a computer engineer, right? 23, I was a computer engineer. I don't have a degree, but... I've been in technology since I was like 10 years old. So, and I was obsessed with technology. So I learned a skill, didn't know that I would get paid a lot of money for it. So I was a computer engineer in my 20s, right? Not really thinking about making a ton of money um, until I was like 21, but I was still was a computer engineer and I had the knowledge, right? Because I was doing it when I was young. But many of you in, in your 20s, because obviously as a teenager, you're not thinking this way because your parents, they're not teaching you properly. They're not telling you that you need to focus on what you want to do. You're going to be very serious about what you want to become in life. And, you know, for all the parents out there that disagree with me and tell me that, well, let kids be kids. You got to let them enjoy their life. Fuck that. That's stupid. That's the dumbest advice you can give a teenager. Because you're setting a teenager up for failure. If you tell your your teenager, oh, just have fun. You're just a kid. Be a kid. Be a teenager. Let me tell you something. Your parent is going to ruin your life. And you'll see it happen when you turn, when you turn your 20s. Because you'll be very confused. Like, honestly, teenagers, if you're on here right now, <clears throat> you need to get serious about what you want to be and the person that you want to become. As a teenager, you need to develop habits. If you want to be rich, you want to be wealthy, you can make a choice right now. Or you want to be poor and average like everybody else, working at Walmart, working at the damn Chick-fil-A. How may I help you if that's what you want to do? Making 20 bucks an hour, making 10 bucks an hour for the rest of your life, then you don't need to be on here. But if you want to be that type of person that controls your destiny, you need to develop habits. When you're a teenager, it's not so important for you to start a business. If you want to do it, you can. But as a teenager, develop habits. Number one habit, read. Read books and self-help, self-development. Read, okay? Read these books. Two, pay attention to your friends. Pay attention to what they do. Pay attention to what they talk about. You're going to realize that what they do and what they talk about is foolishness. So you need to do the opposite. Teenagers. Go to your school, look at everybody. Look what they do. They play around. They act like just insane, stupid people, right? Do the opposite. 
Everything that they do, just do the complete opposite. Okay? If you're a teenager, get a job as soon as possible. If you don't start a business, get a job. You have to do something to make money immediately. Don't wait. Okay? If you can do a little small job, but you have to do something to make money now. Does that make sense? Because you got to you have to get used to doing something and bringing money inside the bank account inside your life. Okay? If you're in your 20s, like I've said before, if you choose not to go to college, you need to focus and begin to do different things. Okay? Now, if you're lucky, you may find something that resonates with you the first time and you work it for a couple of years because it's going to take that many years for you to perfect the craft. Okay? In your 30s, from 30 to 39, you must be very clear with what you want to do. In your 30s is not the time that you want to try to figure out what you want to do. You cannot be this way. And I understand some of you are like this right now. But when you hit 30, you got to know what you want to do in life, period. Because it's going to take you five to 10 years for you to become a master at that thing. Does that make sense? You know, hopefully in your 20s, you already figured out at 25 and you can focus on it then. But many young people, they just don't figure it out. They have to try different things before they find something because, two, they're so immature. They're not mature, right? So they have to go through a period of maturation because you're still going to be out there having fun, you know, talking to your dumb, silly-ass friends that's keeping you in that box of poverty and averageness, trying to find a way out, you know, trying to find a way how to get out. I remember I was driving my McLaren two days ago, and I was leaving the gym, and this young man stopped me. He was doing the, you know, with the gate, the little gate thing that comes down. You have to pay to get out of the parking lot. He was there. I guess he was just manning the the parking lot thing, right? And he was like, man, could I ask you a question? I said, yeah. What do you do, man? Because I'm trying to lead. It's not a five job. And I told him I did internet marketing. And I gave him my Instagram. And he said he wanted to get out of the nine-to-five job. And he was in his 20s. And the advice that I really would like to give him, I don't have a lot of time, is you have to start to refine yourself. And this is for young men. See, refining yourself is not necessarily finding a business. Because many of you young men, you're not ready to run a business. You don't even know how to run a business. Why? Because you don't even know how to run your life. How can you run a business when you can't run your life? Like if you can't get yourself to get up in the morning and go to the gym or you can't get yourself to have a positive attitude when people are negative around you, like if you can't manage your own self, how can you manage others or a company? Many young men in their 20s, they just need to work on themselves. You need to mature yourself. Okay, You do that by reading. You do that by listening to podcasts like this. Got to educate yourself. Many of you young men, you're trying to just make a quick million. You don't like it's a race. Success in making a million dollars is not a race. It's patience. And the patience is the development of you. Like men, you have to develop yourself. Women too. You got to develop yourself as a human being. Your communication skills, your physicality. Okay? 
how you speak to people, your emotional intelligence, how you deal with problems, your ability to deal with chaos and be able to be peaceful in chaos. Does that make sense? But many of you out there just trying to run a business. Oh, let me go run a company. Let me start a business tomorrow morning. Yeah, you can. But you're probably not ready. And that's why most of you quit. You give up. Or you give yourself excuses of why it's not for you. Then you do stupid shit. Drink, vape. Go find your girl. Go find your guy. Have some quick casual sex. You know, and you're just ruining your life. Because you're not focused. And you're falling short to the pleasures of life. Okay? And let me tell you something. Life is very pleasurable. You know, marketers ensure that life is very pleasurable for you. So many opportunities on the planet for you to do whatever you want to do to make you feel good. They got things on the market that'll make your penis hard. They got things on the market that'll make your vagina more wetter. They got things on the market that'll make you feel good instantly. Weed, smoking, coke, cocaine, drinking, alcohol, Jack Daniels, tequila. There's so many things on the market that will make you feel good. All day TV, Netflix, Hulu, YouTube videos, funny videos, TikTok. Like there's so many things on the planet that if you want pleasure, it's available for you. But the people that are able to repudiate pleasure, to put a pause on the pleasure button and say, you know what? Right now, I don't feel my best because I'm tired because I've been working. But I'm going to do it anyway. Because I know if I continue down this road, eventually it will be normal. See, what I want you to understand, like high high work ethic and <clears throat> rejecting all the pleasure, pleasure moments in life. If you're able to um, reject all that, eventually it will become normal for you not to go to the club. Because you'll realize the club is just for senseless, stupid people. It, it really is. Loud music. Drinking, smoking, that's that's a club. You know, women and men, women that wear very provocative clothes to entice men, men who try to look fancy, look rich, but not rich, trying to have one night stand. So think about it. Think about a person that does that every weekend. What type of life is that? You know, collectively. It's, it's a fucked up life. It really is, 100%. Right? And these are the, some of the most hurt and pain. Uh, painful people on the planet that do things like that. But what I'm telling you is you have to be different. You have to realize that delayed gratification is the name of the game. The power of patience. To be grateful for all the moments. Yeah, I get it. You're by yourself. You're alone. You're doing it by yourself. You wish you had support. Well, let me tell you something. Most people are not going to support you in your journey to make a million dollars. I'll support you. I love you. That's why I do these rants here. To let you know that you're not alone. I'm alongside of you. Because where you are in life, I've been there. Come on now. I've been there trying to build a company and still have bills to pay. Trying to build a company and have to pay child support. Trying to build a company and trying to pay my car note. Trying to build a company and didn't know if I was going to have my job again. Do you understand? Like I've been through that. Hello, having a car, driving a car, not having any gas, finding a quarter of 50 cent to put 50 cent in the tank. Been there. 
slept in my car before, slept on air mattresses before, slept on my friend's apartment couch before, I've done it, so what? What I want you to understand is I've been there. I know how it feels to be rejected. I know how it feels to be alone. I know how it feels to not to be understood. But listen, that's the journey of an entrepreneur, period. Do you think everybody out here have goals and dreams? Hello? No. People on the planet, they conform to what everybody else is doing. There's not a ton of people that have goals and dreams at all. So you have to realize that you're unique because you have goals and dreams. Other people don't have goals and dreams. So if you have goals and dreams, the people who don't have goals and dreams, they're going to think you're crazy. They're going to think you're silly thinking that you're going to make a million dollars and you're from the ghetto. They're going to think you're silly you're going to make a million dollars and you're from Africa. They're going to think you're silly that you're going to make a million dollars and your parents never made more than $10,000. They're going to think you're silly because you're working at Walmart or you're a waiter or a waitress or a teacher. They're going to think you're crazy because you got debt and school debt. Make sense? But what I want you to understand that it's possible and it's necessary. It's necessary for you to become the person that you're supposed to be. Okay? It's necessary for you to become the first generational millionaire in your family. Why? To break the generational curse. Many of you in your families, there's a curse of poverty and there's a curse of averageness that pervades your family right now. You know it. That's how it was in my family. Everybody was average and poor. Some of you are average and poor, you don't even know it. But I broke the curse. I broke the curse of my way down. My brother is a multimillionaire. I'm proud of him. I broke the curse that my children would do very well. I'm proud of them. The curse has been broken. They don't have to feel that they're prisoners to the world. They're going to understand because of their father that they're leaders of the world. They're going to run it. Like my children, they're going to run the world. The world is not going to run them. Why? Because their father broke the generational curse for the family. You don't have to go get a job. You don't have to work for people. You don't have to clock in and clock out. You don't have to ask for PTO time. You don't have to ask for vacation. You don't have to wait to go to lunch. Get out of here. Absolutely not. You don't have to be a follower of people. You don't have to seek approval and validation from other people just to fit in factions and, and cliques. You create your own clique and you be the leader of the clique. You create your own faction and you be the leader of it. You run it. You either, you, you listen, you're either going to run the show or the show is going to run you. Me, Wesley Virgin, I run the motherfucking show. Period. If you know me personally, you know how I roll. I'm the lion in my den. And if you want to be a lion in my den, you might get killed. Not by me, by somebody else. That makes sense to you. It's a metaphor, by the way. I'm not a killer. Okay? But to be that type of person, you have to develop yourself to be that way. Right? You just don't, you're not born that way unless you had a father or a mother that was like that. 
But many of you didn't have that luxury. Okay? So, any questions for me? Did you get value here tonight? If you got value, comment the word value below. Listen, I have a course that I would like to share with all of you. I want to make a suggestion for all of you to get it. If you're serious this year, turn your entire life around. Go to howtomanifestnow.com. I teach you how to manifest your dreams. This is real. This is science. This is not just some pie in the sky bullshit. This is real. People, if you have an open mind, you can change how you think. You can change your beliefs. You can change your attitudes. You can change everything about yourself. You'll be a totally different person. Go to howtomanifestnow.com and get my script, the genie script. Well, I would teach you the science and esoteric things about using your mind power in a way to manifest your dreams and goals. Okay. You don't need more inspiration. You don't need more motivation. You need education. You have to educate yourself about you, about how your mind works, how your brain works. You need to be able to self-motivate yourself to get yourself to feel a certain way, even though you don't feel the best. Does that make sense? How? To manifestnow.com. Go there now and download that. Any questions for me here? And let me know if you got value. Comment the word value below if you got value. Oh. Okay. Questions for me, please. Thank you for leaving that website below for me, folks. Wes, can you tell me about how to listen to your intuition? Well, I can teach you how to build your intuition, meditate. You know, the intuition is just things that you just feel. You know, you just feel it. Some people say, I feel it in my gut. But in my opinion, to be more intuitive, it's just to see the things that most people don't see. I give an example. I have a friend... And every time he sees a girl and he interacts with a girl, he's not aware that that girl doesn't like him the way that he thinks he, she should like him. He doesn't see the signs. That's being intuitive. You got to be able to see. Same thing with women, you know, with a guy, whatever. You, be, you have to be able to see if this person is reciprocal, if they like you. Same thing if you sell something. You're selling anything, a car, an apartment, whatever. You got to be able to pay attention to the person that you're speaking to. If they're bored, if they want to just get out of there, if they're not paying attention, right? You got to pay attention to that's intuition. Same thing as being a speaker. If I'm speaking in front of a crowd, I have to pay attention to people, how they're reacting, their facial expressions. What are they doing? Are they on their phones? Right? That's called being intuitive. Something that's called sensory acuity, you know, paying attention to people's faces. I'm really good at that. I read body language very well. I can read anybody at any given time. And it's not because I'm a psychic. It's just, it's books about this. It's a book on body language. You should read it. Okay. Um, Wesley, you are a blessing in the sky. When you talk, I listen. And when you talk, I see, feel, and hear your message. Much love, my Mamba mentor. Thank you so much, brother. Much love to you.
any more questions for me. And thank you guys for sharing this out and tagging more people below because I just feel that people that want to be successful and rich and not just to be successful and rich, just to be better people, you know, and to be able to get what they want. They need to be able to understand the philosophies of rich people and understand that it's just more mindset than just the materialistic things that you desire. And until you have the mindset, you'll never truly be rich. There's many people that have a lot of stuff, they're not rich. Okay? What made you believe that the internet in the early stages was going to be able to provide the lifestyle you were picturing when you didn't know for sure what made you believe that this was going to happen here? Well, it was kind of obvious about the internet. I mean, you know, I just... One thing about me, I was an engineer, so I was just, the, re the reason why I was so great as an engineer, because I can reverse engineer things when it, there were problems, I would just reverse engineer the problem, right? It's called using like first principle concepts. So when I thought about the internet, I just said, well, everybody uses the internet or eventually everybody will use the internet. You know why? Because it has an access to information that you can get within seconds. So I thought to myself, if I can create some type of footprint on the internet while I'm sleeping, while I'm making love, while I'm going to the restroom, while I'm eating, while I'm traveling the world, I can make millions of dollars. I can have people watching my website right now. I can have people going to my website, buying my products right now. I can have somebody watching my YouTube channel right now, making money with revenue. Does that make sense? Like, because it's 24-7, right? And even though right now, it's 11.46 here in Houston, but somewhere else it's 11.46 a.m. on the other side of the world. So while I'm sleeping and while I'm doing the rant, somebody else is accessing my website, buying my products. Somebody right now is listening to my podcast right now. Somebody right now is downloading my course, The Genius Script, right now. You, you get it? Somebody right now is interacting with my YouTube channel. Somebody right now is looking at my videos on TikTok right now while I'm talking to you. Something I created maybe months ago. So that's how I knew. Uh, Chat GPT is the future. Oh, let me tell you something about Chat GPT. It's a game changer. Let me tell you something. It's a game changer. My God, I've been using Chat GPT for the last week and it's done some phenomenal things. Um, you know, maybe I'll do a course on this eventually, but I'm going to make. I'm gonna make a couple of million dollars this month using Chat GPT. It's, I mean, it just does things that you don't need to hire people now. It does it, and it does it very well. And I'm gonna test it. I'm testing it right now on something that I'm gonna show you, but I'm gonna see how well it works. Then I'm going to talk about it on the live here. Uh, I'll make a ton of money with it. Let me see. How can you create a course if you don't have Anything to create. Yeah, you have to find something to create. Or what you can do is do what my friend did. He found someone on Amazon that had a book that solved the problem. And the book wasn't selling. He bought the rights to the book. And he's great at marketing. He marketed the book. And now he makes millions off the book. Because he bought the rights from the lady. So you don't need to be an expert. You just got to be an expert marketer. Okay, Wes, I don't think no one asked you this. What made you believe in my mindset can create my picture and I can dictate what I want in life? So 
you know, just reading. I mean, I've read a ton of books in self-development, self-help. I've read a ton of books in the mind, human behavior. Uh, I am a voracious reader, guys. I have a lot of books. I read a lot of Carl Jung philosophy, Ericksonian, NLP. I have medical books, psychologist books, books from Harvard. I mean, they're all in my house, right? And obviously, I don't read all these books from cover to cover, but I do read bits and pieces of these books and I make it applicable to my life. So I realized that about the picture in the mind, um, anything that we want to do, we always create a picture first. Like many of you going to work and the picture of you going to work is already there. Right. So you see it. You see the people and the employees. And it's very repetitive because it's in your mind. So many people, when they have the picture of their life, the picture is not so bright. When people think about their lives, they just think about the struggle, to think about what's not happening, to think about their failures, to think about their debts, to think about the loss and the hurt and the pain. And that's a picture, right? That's a picture. Because when people, when you ask a person, hey, what's wrong? They tell you. But they tell you based off of pictures. They're very vivid in their descriptions. Well, this is happening. This person did this and this person. So, you know, they're communicating the picture that's in their mind. So once I realized that, I had to change the picture that was in my mind. So I start to picture something different. I start to picture what I want. Now understand, there's a gap. It's going to take some time for you to eliminate the old picture. That's okay. But you have to create a new picture of what you want your life to look like. Because the picture was created by you, but it was created by you very unconsciously. You wasn't paying attention because you didn't understand this information. That's why in my course, I talk deeply about the brain because, you know, we're not taught this in middle school or high school or elementary. We're not taught about our emotions and how to picture our life and like just not talk to us, right? If it was, then we'll like we're not taught to meditate. Some other places on the world, on the planet, they do, but you know, the average person, we're not taught this. So now this is very foreign to us. To think about our mind like, you know, we're picturing this negative experience. That's why many people won't leave their job because they are picturing themselves not having money to eat or pay the rent or to take care of themselves. But that's just a picture that's in your mind that you've created, baby, because of the people that you're around. But that doesn't necessarily, it's true. Right? The picture is nothing but an illusion which means you can create whatever picture you want. You can say, I'll leave my job and I'm going to start a company and I'm going to make 10 grand the first month. I mean, you can do that. People do do that. Not a lot because people don't believe this, what I'm talking about here. They don't, or it's not deeply embedded into the unconscious mind. That's why I suggest that you really, really listen to this information more than once. I was talking to a young lady today and I gave her a couple of books to read. And I was proud of her because she read the book, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. I said, you almost finished. I said, did you like the book? She said, yes. You enjoyed it? She said, yes. I said, what you like about it? She paused. She didn't answer another question. So you know when they talk about the wealth files, right? She said, yeah. Tell me wealth file number three. She couldn't tell me. You know why? Because you need to read the book again. Many of you, what you don't realize 
Many of you are trying to experience new things in new books. Give me new books, new seminar. Listen, to master something, you have to go through it thousands of times over and over again to master it. But the issue with people is because we have a need of variety. We want something different. We get bored of it, right? We don't want the same woman, the same man. <laughs> we want something different. But if you want to master something, you got to spend time with it. You got to read the book again. Got to go through the course again, over and over again, because that's how the brain works. Many of you have so much junk and trash in your unconscious mind. That's why your life is trashy and junk and cluttered. But when you are very repetitive with information that is designed for you to elevate your life, it happens. That's why I'm rich. Okay. This is why money flows to me. This is why opportunities flow to me. This is why people flow to me. This is why I'm so loved and liked and adored around the world. Because of that. Okay. Questions for me here. How can I become a wealthy person that will own multiple businesses? You can become a man. You got to picture it. Any more questions for me? Anyone want to go live before I let you guys go? Anyone would like to go live before I let you go here? Okay. Hey, Gina, how are you? Who would like to go live? I have anybody who would like to go live. Your camera must be on. I need to be able to see you. If you have a question about your company, about your business, about anything that you're struggling with, your mindset, you have a question about manifestation here. I'm an expert. Talk to me. Fam, I'm going through a lot with my wife. Really needs some positive. Well, what are you going through with your wife? You're like, what's happening? Is it toxic? And you know, let's talk about relationships for a second. Now, listen, I'm not saying that I should advise anybody on relationships. As a matter of fact, you probably don't want to take any of my advice because I'm not in a relationship. I'm a single man. And it is what it is, right? But I understand people, right? Despite from relationships or being married, I understand people very well because I study people. That's what I do for a living, okay? And in relationships, men, let me talk to you first, men. If your goal is to be rich and successful, I suggest you do it by yourself first. I'm not saying that you can't do it with a woman. But what I want you to understand is very uncommon, uncommon, and it's very highly unlikely that you're going to make a million dollars with a woman. And that's not to discredit women. They're phenomenal people. I love them. But I'm pretty sure that women would rather be in your life once you have financial freedom than have to struggle and scratch to build it with you. Because it's tough. Okay? So men, if you have a girlfriend... Dump her, okay, if you want to be rich. Just being honest with you. And don't fight with me about this. Don't go back and forth. Well, why do I have to dump? Just stop it. Stop being a weak fucking man because a lot of you men are very weak. Like, don't try to convince me and barter with me on why you should keep your girlfriend because you like how she rub on you and you love how she makes you feel and you have sex with her, so what? And you go to the goddamn bowling alley together. Who cares? Right? If you want to be rich and wealthy, 
have millions and millions of dollars, dump her, especially if you're young. It's your girlfriend, so what? You can get new girlfriends if you want to, okay? And don't give me this shit about, well, she's been with me since day one. Somebody told me this one day. I'm going to slap the shit out of them. Like, well, she been with me down from day one. She been with me from day one. What does that even mean? So what? That's just her insecurities. Because you believe if a woman been there when you were poor and broke, then you feel that she has good intentions. First of all, everybody changes. No one's going to stay the same five years from now, five years, five. I mean, everybody's changing all the time. And people will change based off situations and events. People are very unpredictable. They're very dynamic. Okay? So don't think because she like you now because you busted that she's going to like you more when you become rich. And that she's there for the right reasons. Okay? So, man, do it alone. Now, listen. If you're in a relationship and you're married to a woman... What I suggest you to do is have a conversation with that woman. You be fucking direct with her. You don't bullshit. You look her in the eyes and say, hey, this is what I want to do. My purpose is to build a business. And I either need your support or we're going to have to dissolute this marriage. And you be very direct. And I don't care how many kids you have. I don't care if you have 20,000 kids. Okay? You take care of the kids regardless. But you give her an ultimatum. You say, this is my passion. This is my purpose. You're either with me or you're against me. You're either going to support me wholeheartedly or we're not going to do this. Because it doesn't make any sense for anybody to be in a toxic situation for years and years because of children. Or to be in a toxic situation because you're just so familiar with that person. Life is too short to do that. And life is too short to be fucking miserable. You hear me? You have that conversation with your wife okay and she's either going to choose you or choose the latter okay women talk to you for a second if you want to be rich and wealthy you got to choose one you're not going to be rich and wealthy and in love at the same time not at the same time which means you got to choose one most many women they just prefer to be in love with a man Many women prefer to have a man that is rich and wealthy, that provides for them, to give them the lifestyle that they want. Many women will always choose love. But if some women, for some reason, they want to be wealthy and rich themselves. And I get it. But women, what I want you to understand is you can't have both at one time. You got you to gotta get one first. If you're going to be rich and wealthy, that's got to be your focus. That means you're gonna pay, you cannot pay too much attention. Pay too much attention to men. And if you do pay attention to men, pay attention or date men that are wealthy. Don't date Pookie and Ray Ray. Don't date the man that don't have anything. Don't date the man that have a nine to five job. I'm just being honest with you. Okay, don't get upset at me, either, men. You know, and I'll be rating you. I'm just telling you the truth. Women, you got to choose. Do you want to be in love or do you want to be rich? Because you're not going to be both. Not at one time. You got to choose a focus. You're going to be in love and find a man that provides for you, that you like, that you want to be with. You be to support his helpmate, whatever. But if you want to be rich and wealthy, that got to be your focus. And if you choose to deal with men, be very strategic on the type of man that you deal with. Don't deal with no busted person. Why would you do that? 
Don't deal with Pookie and Ray Ray. Deal with the millionaire. If you're going to sleep with a man, sleep with a millionaire. Don't sleep with Pookie and Ray Ray. I don't care how handsome the guy is. Nicki Minaj says there's no such thing as broken handsome. It's the truth. You know, a woman that sleeps with a man that is broken handsome is a stupid woman. Dumb. You're not smart. You have a baby by this man, who's going to take care of the baby? You're strategically making your heart, your life harder and more difficult. Okay, so if you want to be rich, you want to be wealthy, date rich and wealthy men. Don't date a man that has a job. Date a man that has a business. Okay, date a man that can teach you something. Make sense? Because while you're with this man, you're going to learn a lot. It doesn't mean that's going to be the man that you're going to marry, but you will learn a lot from him. Okay, because rich and successful men are very disciplined. They're very different than Pookie and Ray Ray. Okay. All right, what's next? Any more questions here? Hey, Peter, how are you? Kenny, Rihanna, how are you? And don't give me these examples of people, you know, there's always going to be some person on here to say, oh, let me give you an example. Well, this person is rich and that person is broke. This per- First of all, you don't know these people's situations, okay? You don't know. You don't know what's happening in their lives. So, if what, if... I'm like this, women, if you want to be the rich born in the family, you want your man to make less money, then go for it. But let me tell you something, I promise you, dollars to donuts, you're going to cheat on that man. You will. If you make more money than your man, because whoever has the money has the power. It is what it is. If you make more money than your man, you will devalue him. You would devalue him when he pisses you off. When you have an argument. You know you know how women are. When women get pissed, they go for the juggler. And if your woman, if that woman makes more money than you, oh, she's going for you. She's going to hit you hard. And let me tell you something. Yeah, a woman might think she wants to take care of a man, but until she gets sick and tired of taking care of a man, until she meets a man that can take care of her. Because one thing about a woman, she want to learn something. Just how women are. Women want to learn something. They want to be inspired by something. And they prefer that to be a man. Right? So for all my women out there that think, well, I'm going to be richer than my man. Okay. Well, well, we'll see how that works out for you then. We'll see. Okay. That's next. And another thing. Women always date men that make more money than you. I'm really sick and tired of hearing all these stupid TikTok videos. Talking about, oh, I don't care. I can my I can make more money than my man. It's fine. No, it's not. It's not fine. Stop playing yourself. Just be honest with yourself. You know that you prefer your man to make more than you because he's more. You want your man to be more capable than you, especially financially. Like, who wants a man that's less? financially stable than them why would you even want that does that make sense to you because some women they want to wear the fucking pants they want to be a man you got to choose your role in a relationship you want to be the man or the woman woman right you should always want to date a man that makes more than you extremely more than you why because men typically take care of the money he's the provider that's his role in a relationship 
You don't want to deal with a man that makes less than you because he can't do what you can do. And then he's going to question what you can and can't do. And it's your money. And the only reason why he questions is because he can't do it. I can give you a great example. I met this young lady. And she was dating this man. She's a nurse, traveling nurse. She makes 20000 a month. The man she was dating makes 5000 a month. She went to Dubai sporadically because she wanted to. And he gave a shit about it. He said, why are you just traveling around the world? Why are you being so spontaneous? That's not smart. What if you get kidnapped? He almost made that woman second guess her decision to do what the hell she wanted to do because she can afford it. And the only reason why this man was accosting her or criticizing her because he couldn't. And I said, young lady, there's a black woman. I said, don't you question yourself. You know, one thing about a black woman, they want a black man so badly. That's just what they want. They love it. And I mean, I get it. Black men are extremely beautiful people, right? But this black woman almost second-guessed herself. And I said, don't you second-guess yourself. You got the wrong man. There's nothing wrong with you being spontaneous. nothing wrong with you being sporadic. You just got to go find a man that makes more. And I get it. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough because a lot of women out here are making a ton of money. And unfortunately, it's not a lot of women, men out here that's making a ton of money, especially in the black community, unfortunately. But I want to give you hope, ladies, that he's still out there. Okay? And for all the men out there, you know, for all my Pookie and Ray Rays, everybody has, a, all my men out there that have a job and all my men out there that are just chasing after women, stop chasing. Like, stop being a simp. Stop being a dummy. Chasing women. I never chase a woman in my life. Why would I chase a woman? Women chase me. Because I'm the fucking prize. I'm not saying that women are not the prize. But men, you have to learn how to become the prize. Let me explain to you. It's a couple of errors in a man's life that he needs to perfect. And you become the prize, man. You become the prize because you're very abnormal as it relates to all the men on the planet here. You have to be the top tier man. When you become a top tier man... Women gravitate towards you automatically. You don't have to do much of anything. You don't need game. You don't need influence. You don't need to like, oh, let me try to get, you don't say the right word. No, you don't do any of that because you're a top tier individual. A top tier man is financially free. He has millions of dollars. Two, his physicality. He has an outstanding, immaculate body. He looks good. You know, physical attraction. Three, he has emotional intelligence. He knows how to be calm in chaos. He's calm all the time, right? Four, communication skills. He knows how to articulate himself and express his ideals, and women love that. That's it. Master those areas in your life. That's all you should. That's all you need to do. You don't need to go chase women. You don't need to be on no Bumblebee app, Tinder app, going to the club, going to the church and single nights and shit like. You don't need this. You don't need none of that. Work on these four areas of life for the next five years. Perfect every those four. Let me tell you something. If you perfect these four, everywhere you go, women will be waiting for you, looking at you, staring at you, approaching you. And I'm talking about the woman that you want. I'm not talking about the woman that you don't want. We're not talking about six and sevens. We're talking about nines and tens. Because one thing about women that are nines and tens, and these are the universally gorgeous women that everybody's like, they look for top tier men. That's all they want. It's all they want, and they will go after you 
Why? Because it's not a lot of us. How many men do you think are rich, physically attractive, intelligent, communicate well, and have a sense of emotional intelligence? You do the math. 0.001% probably. What's next? So, man, that's all you got to do. I'm telling you. Just trust me on this one. Trust me on this. Don't make women your priority in life. Make your purpose your priority. Women adore a man that has purpose. I'm just telling you what I know. I know because I'm this type of man. I know this. Women gravitate towards me automatically. I expect them to. Just, it's just what it is. It's always going to be like that until I die. Right? I don't have a problem in a women category. I don't need tricks and lines and play games with women. I don't need none of this shit at all. Okay? If I tell them to come, they come. If I say, come over here right now, they come. I don't beg a woman to do anything. Oh, please, can you come? Hey, please, can I? No. Come now. You either come or you don't come. And let me tell you something. 90% of women that... <laughs> I'm not going to tell my business here. But... uh. <laughs> Uh, it is what it is. All right, what's next? Any more questions for me here? Any questions for me? Yeah, but man, get the money first, okay? Just trust me on that. Just get the money first. Get the money first. Then you don't have to be the man that's getting cheated on, the man that's getting hurt and depressed and down because some woman broke your motherfucking heart. Who cares? Like, really get the money first. Okay? Then you don't have to deal with that. No, Aaron, when I said 90% of women, I said, like, I've had women in my life over the years. 90% of those women, if I would text them right now, if they are available to me, and I got women all over the world. I'm not saying I have women all over. I've, I've dealt with women all over the world. But if I text them, they will come. 100%. Okay? 90% of them. Not all of them, but most of them. Okay? And they can be married. And they can be single, whatever. But they will come. It's because of the man who I am. Okay? Just the type of man that I am. I'm just uncommon. What's next? Um, I feel like Wes is coming up, Wes. What to expect? I got in my notebook. So let me share something with you guys. I was thinking about doing a... I'm not sure if I'm going to Affiliate West, but I was thinking about doing a seminar. And I'm going to charge between 2500 to $5,000 to be with me in my private suite. I'm going to do a seminar for 12 hours. It's life-changing. I did this three years ago. A big percentage of that room are now very successful men and women. Um, and I was thinking about doing this on the 24th of January, but it's 2500 to $5,000 to get a seat in this room with me. And let me tell you something, it's going to be very, very intense. Um, you may shed tears, you may cry, you may have an out-of-body experience. It is very intense and it's long, okay? Um, so if anybody's interested in being there, just reach out. I'm thinking I'm going to open up to only 10 to 15 spots. If you have 2500 to $5,000, my rate is usually $50,000, by the way. 
but um, I haven't did one in a while, and I like to do these private events because it's more one-on-one access with me. Just reach out to Ariella and say, Ariella, I have $5,000 I want to invest to be with Wesley Virgin for to be at the 12-hour seminar. Um, it's a transformation experience, okay? And I'm going to be honest, we don't take everybody. We just don't. I just can't take everybody, honestly. All right, so we will vet you, but it is about $5,000 to do to be a part of that. Would you ever do an event for people who are in the, only in their 20s? It will be unique. Yeah, but you, you got to pay, though. It's not going to be free. Got to pay a minimum of a thousand bucks. I'm not going to do cheap seminars. Like, honestly, I made it. I've, I've had a conversation with myself and I made a decision that I'm not going to do any inexpensive seminar because my time is not going to be wasted. If you're not willing to pay a thousand dollars a minimum to be in the room with me, then you're not going to be in the room with me, period. And that would be for the rest of my life. I'm not going to do any seminar for $310 a month. Absolutely not. Thousand dollars plus, minimum. A thousand dollars gonna be in the nosebleeds. You want to be close to me? That'd be ten thousand dollars. Okay, and it is what it is. If you don't think it's worth it, I don't care. I make people rich, and I'm really good at it because I know how to pull things out of people that many people are not able to do. That the only person I've seen do that is Tony Robbins, and I feel that I'm on this level. Maybe he has a more influence than me, but um, I could do exactly what he does, but I do it for this generation here because it's different. In your opinion, is it better to invest money or save money? Invest. And everybody that says, too expensive, bro, too expensive, bro, I'm going to be honest, you're always going to be a loser. You know, it's just the truth. If you think $5,000 to be in a room with me is too expensive, you'll always be a loser. And let me tell you why. Because you didn't even consider that maybe you can find the money. You just automatically say, oh, this is too much. So you automatically kick yourself out of the circle of winning. And many people do this on a daily basis. They don't even realize it. You know, they think, oh, I don't have any money. Well, I don't have any money. That's too expensive for me. Okay, great. The Gucci's too expensive, but you buy it. Versace's too expensive, but you buy it. You buy the shoes. You buy the purses. And that doesn't do anything for your quality of life. Right? No one even cares about this. It's you. You just think people see you with it on for a second. But to invest in your own <laughs> intelligence, to learn something that you don't know, to be exposed to people that you'll probably never get exposed to, 5000 is nothing. But you'll never understand it, a lot of you. How do we get on the list for the seminar? Like I said, I'm not sure if I'm having it yet. But if you want to be on the waiting list, just reach out to Ariella. I follow her. Make sure you have $5,000 minimal. Okay? And I would give you the best experience you've ever received in your life. Listen, in that year, when I did a seminar that year, if you don't do at least six to seven figures, I will give you your money back, honestly. Because you will, if you listen to me, if you act, let me pour into you, you will do six or seven figures this year. Period. 100%. So reach out to Ariella. Say, Ariella, I have $5,000. I want to be on the waiting list. Like I said, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. But I'm just giving you guys an option if you would like to do that. Okay? 
What's next here? What would the seminar be about? Business or life in general? It's going to be about everything. So it's going to be about getting you to become the man or woman that you're supposed to be. Okay? Listen, all I ask you to do is trust me. You know, I'm not going to hear give you a whole program or blueprint of what you're going to hear. I just know what I do is very effective. I've done it for years. You're going to learn what everything you need to learn for you to become the person that you need to be. And that is an emotional process. That is a brain altering process. Okay. Yeah, I could talk about business all day long with you, but you won't even do the business. I got to go deep inside your psyche and change your beliefs. Does that make sense? I could teach you business all day. I can give you secrets and tips, but you won't do them because you have an issue with your psyche, with your beliefs. Make sense? You're going to come out of that room and you will believe that you can do whatever you want to do when you leave that room. Trust me. You'll see if I decide to do it. But just reach out to Ariella and she'll talk to you. What's next here? Mm. Just inbox her. I follow her. And she's the woman that I helped. I made a million dollars for her. And let me tell you something. This woman paid me over $40,000. She paid me a lot of money for me to create. For her to become the woman that she is right now. But let me tell you something about Ariella. She's very different than a lot of you. She just took action. She didn't say, oh, that's a lot of money. Oh, I don't know how many get the money. She, didn't, she never did that, ever. When I met her the first time. I said, give me this now. She gave it to me. She didn't she didn't, she didn't think. She just did it. But she was ready for it. Like She was really ready for the mentorship. In two years, she made a million dollars with me. Okay? So, just letting you know. What's next here? Questions for me. No, it's going to be more intense than a Bob Proctor event, more intense than a Tony Robbins. It's going to be intense, okay? When I use the word intense, that you're either going to want to stay in a room or you either want to get the fuck out of the room. That's all I'm going to tell you. Some people will leave that room because they can't take it. Some people are going to take it and they're going to stay there for the transformation. That's all I'm going to tell you, okay? But like I said, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. Maybe I'll do it next year. But reach out to Ariella. $5,000 minimum. I'm not going to even do the $2,500. $5,000, period. Because I don't want to waste my time. What's next here? Any questions for me? Any questions for me? And listen, I don't want anybody to have buyer's remorse. Listen, if you're thinking in your mind, I don't know if I should do it, don't do it. I'm just going to be honest with you. Don't do it. Please don't give me $5,000. If you have any remorse about, oh, I'm not sure. I don't want to waste my money. Don't do it. You're just not ready yet. And it's fine. You know, you can do it on your own. You know, I do advise people just to do it on their own. Honestly, you can. You know, I know what I can do. I know my power. I understand my level of influence on people. I know it very well. So I'm confident in myself to help people. But... If you have any type of bias remorse about, I don't know, just don't do it, right? Because I don't want to talk to you after and be like, well, I paid you 5000 I don't feel nothing. I don't want to deal with those people. I want to deal with people who are committed and ready and are open. They trust the experience. That's it, right? I, I work with a ton of people, 
and they pay me a lot of money, much more than $5,000, right? It's because they're ready, man. I got people, somebody called me today, want to pay me $30,000 to fly to here. I said, man, you don't need to do that. Just talk to me on the phone for $15,000, right? Just people are just different, okay? And unfortunately, many people have scarcity mindsets. They're just always scared of losing everything. And that's why you'll always be a loser. You know, people that are scared to lose things are losers because they're scared to lose. So since you're scared to lose, those who are scared to lose are already losers because you'll never win because you're scared to lose. You get it? All right. I love you guys so much. I love all of you. Thank you for joining the podcast. And like I said, if you want access to my course, just go to how to manifestnow.com. I love you. I want you to win. I will be here for you. I do my best to go live every single night. A Western Million Dollar Virgin. And remember, in life, you don't get what you want out of life. You get what you picture. Much love. And let's go.